You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Are we live, Nick? Uh, who knows? Are we live, Nick? Are we alive, Jimmy? We're alive. The Boston Celtics are no longer alive as we know it. Um, they fall in game six to the Golden State Warriors, who are your NBA champions once again, ending the Celtics uh, season here, which was, depending on how you want to look at it, glass half full or glass half empty, was either a uh, successful season or – uh, a disappointing season, and I'm sure we'll get into that later. We've got um, John Zanis joining us in a few minutes. Um, we have Bobby Manning at the Garden. We have Josue Pavone at the Garden. We have Isherad Blakely at the Garden. All these guys we hope will be able to jump on and help us get through what we just witnessed uh, in this series, um, get through uh, this game. Uh, which was another roller coaster type game, which I guess we can expect from this team. And um, we're excited to have those guys join and give us the, the a little live, um, you know, recap of, of especially what's what the what the vibe is after the game. I think the Celtics are are in for an interesting off season, um, and I know we're going to have plenty of coverage throughout the season, uh, throughout the off season. Um, you know, rumors, reports, transactions, things like that. Um, but let's just start with the game. You know, we're going to be all over the place, I'm sure, in the show and in the coming weeks. Um, you know, the, the, let me just say this. The, the post-game show um, after a game will end, but the Garden Report will live on here, folks. So if you've joined us throughout the playoffs, if you just jumped on recently, just know that we will um, have you guys covered throughout the offseason. Oftentimes, that's the most fun, to believe it or not, uh, and moving forward. So with that being said, Nick, what are you feeling right now? Because you're, you know, you're you're a big Celtics fan, um, you know, at, at, at your core here. I know you're playing reporter here for for, no. for a bit, but but I'm a fan, know, of course. And and so so speak speak for your for your own fandom, I guess. What are you feeling right now? How, how do you think this went? I mean, Jimmy, am I going in on the on the, the bigger picture of the loss, or you want me to go in tight? I, I want to um, focus on the game. Let's go. Let's okay. focus on the game. I mean, and a lot of those things are intertwined. Trust me. So you yeah, know, the Celtics lose one hundred three ninety. Um, you can see the stats briefly on your screen there, the overall stats. But listen, this one went very similar to a lot, how a lot of the losses went. Sloppy. Turnover city. Um, I will say this. That's... The Celtics did get off to a good start. But just like that, what do the Warriors do? They wake up. They drop, you know, five straight, 10 straight, 15 straight, 21 straight points to end the first quarter into the second quarter. Based on the graphic I, I saw uh, on Twitter, 
the most points, the most um, points scored on a, on a run in the NBA finals in, in 50 years, 21 0 run. Um, that would that's be, just, that's unacceptable. Us back, that would be bringing us back to the time of plumbers, Jimmy. That would be, I think, I think you were at the game the last time a run like that happened. I was, and I actually paid attention. I paid attention. <laughs> so Jimmy, Nick, I'm going to answer uh, your question. Yeah. A, a lot of, a lot of things to, to be annoyed about and upset about in this one, much like uh, a lot of the losses in this series. It's season. I mean, when you look at the season, but, but sticking with this game, before I get into this game, I, I'm watching the, the, the oh, Golden boy. State Warriors smoking cigars and and win and accepting oh, trophies boy. on the parquet floor. Now, it it can't be lost that this is the second time in the 70 Draymond Green's really smoking cigars. Draymond wins. Yeah, they're all smoking red cigars. Hoisting the trophy on the on the TD Garden parquet. Red is rolling over in his grave Ooh, tonight. Tommy, poor Tommy. You oh, know, don't don't, he, don't bring yeah. Tommy. Don't bring Tommy. It's almost Please. glad he's not here to see this. This would have been heartbreaker for him. That that home record has been pretty 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 much the, the touted one of the touted things for the franchise so at least it wasn't the lakers folks it's a different team from california but yeah <laughs> they're on our court and and smoking cigars so about the game you know i look With at that this being game, said yeah yeah i look at this game and it, and it was exactly not to play john zandis here but it was exactly what i expected i expected mm-hmm. the celtics to come out hot i expected it to mainly be jalen in that first quarter I expected the Warriors came back way quicker than I expected, but I did have them closer to tied by the half here. The Celtics were on the downside of that. And then I expected a a third or fourth quarter run that fell short. I mean, this has been the story of two seasons, really. And when you're looking at why, why does this continue to happen? The Boston Celtics, and and I'll go in positive at some point, but right now, I'm going to go a little negative on you guys. The Boston Celtics are a leaderless. They deserve negativity after this. They're a leaderless team. And and when you have complacency, lack of focus, lack of direction in the clutch, uh, and, and that doesn't mean the end of the game, really. It could just mean the end of the shot clock or big plays. When you don't have the mental fortitude to win two games in a row or to even show up being the same team two games in a row, you're you're without a leader now. Is that blasting Jason? Well, you know, 13 points from your superstar in a deciding game on your court. I ain't gonna cut it, man. I, you know, I'm not gonna blame Jason Tatum because overall, when I look at his season, I look at a tremendously positive year of growth for him. And I'm watching him at the end of the game before they left the court, and he was looked to be, and I, I don't know for sure, but he looked to be crying on the bench. To me, I look at that and I think this is all a chapter in the book because the Celtics have a decade ahead of them of potential championship runs if they grow a leader or get a leader. Because right now, Ime can't suit up. Yes, he's the big man and he's the adult mm-hmm. in the room. Al Horford, is his time is ending. And Al, as amazing as he was tonight, amazing throughout the entire playoffs, he... He he's not that. Hey, he's not twenty five. He's not twenty five. Not twenty five. Oh, oh, you want to talk about the the leadership aspect of it? Well, I mean, I think from a leadership standpoint, you look at Al and what he did this year. It was pretty uncharacteristic when you look at his career. I mean, he's always been the quiet leader. This year, he's been extremely vocal. He has had a great great season, but 
he's the past. Like you still sure. look at Al and you think the right, right, right. I don't even want to talk about IT after that tweet today. But you look at, at Al and you think of IT and some of those we covered, Jimmy, those runs. We need somebody, the Celtics need somebody either within the current roster just to become it can't be Marcus. I love Marcus, but he's an emotional train wreck half the time. Sure. So I, I see what Jalen doesn't have the excuse me one minute, one more minute. Yeah, Jalen sure. doesn't have the, the 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 focus or discipline to dribble in the paint, let alone lead the team. Jason Tatum needed to be Larry Bird tonight. He needed no, but that's not even fair. He needed to be Paul Pierce tonight. And that's he could have that, that's good. And he could have been. Yeah, I like that comparison because there's the, the, the Pierce Tatum comparisons have been coming on since Tatum entered the league. Now, talent wise, pure talent wise, you can say that Tatum's already surpassed Pierce. I believe but so. Pierce was a gamer, and a lot of a lot of people didn't see that on a national scale until maybe later on once KG came here. But Pierce was a big game player. He went toe to toe with LeBron. He won a championship. Um, he was the Finals MVP of that of that team, obviously, and he had more of a killer instinct. And when you talk about leadership and things like that, I don't see a killer instinct with anybody on this team right now. They're almost like a ship without a captain, right? And you're just kind of floating around, floating along. Now that isn't to say that there wasn't points throughout the season where. Tatum wasn't freaking amazing. Oh, or Brown no, wasn't amazing. Or, right. But at the end of the day, when these, these guys have to come together on the biggest stage and show that they belong there. And it just didn't feel like they did the warriors. We know they belong there. And we saw that time and time again, they have the killer instinct. They have the real, you know, hall of fame, top five, 10 all time player on their team. And Steph Curry who showed out this series. I mean, that was a guy who Ooh. could not be denied. Um, a, a championship could not be bad crier whatsoever. He's on bad, the LeBron Michael Jordan level. Bad crier, but we'll take we'll take Steph Curry tears over Jason Tatum tears tonight. If I bet you anybody would, right? Because Curry's crying for you know mixed emotions. Tatum's crying I, because Jimmy, you know, disappointed. But you know what though? I'm glad that you mentioned Tatum's emotions in this one because I can't tell you how many people texted me and said, "What the hell's wrong with Jason Tatum tonight?" Talk about somebody who didn't look engaged. engaged. Didn't, didn't look like fired up. Um, you know, didn't didn't feel like this was a elimination type game. Thirteen points, looked very invisible, complacent. invisible yeah. out there for a lot of the game. I mean, you got to shout out Jalen Brown. I mean, I think Jalen Brown did just about everything he could in this game. Yes, he turned the ball over a few too many times because he's trying to do maybe a little too much. So, again, I almost can't even blame him for some of those turnovers. Somebody has to step up and Jimmy. take control, or control is probably the wrong word, but so try to take over. So well, such a complicated defense the schemes that the Celtics run, why can't they fucking run a play on offense? Oh, easy, buddy. I mean, why can't they? Why can't they? And this That's is going back when, to Brad. When you're playing from behind, Nick, it's a lot It's a lot harder to, to play your style. And they went up early. Let the, uh, oh, Sherrod Blakely coming in real hot. Hot, hot, hot. Can you hear us, Sherrod? What's up, people? Can you hear me okay? We can hear you okay. Yeah, we can hear a lot of things. You can hear, you okay? can hear the Warriors celebrating too. You can hear it's a, it's a little loud, so I don't know if um. You can, what you got, bro? Good to see you. Can you hear me? How's that? Is that better? <laughs> yeah, you're good. How good is this gonna be? Where are you at? Hold on. We'll pop out here. Sherrod will be right back. Yeah, it's a little garden cheering like that. It's a little loud right now. We're gonna see if Sherrod can. Uh, I wanna. Uh, yeah, before what was he I comes just back. saying though? What was I just saying? 
I think I interrupted you and talked about uh, the offense. You were saying about playing from behind. Oh, right. Well, that, that's how they got. But you're right, though. Their offense is you, – you can criticize their offense for sure. I mean, how many times did they just they just walk the ball up or, or you know, one player decides that they're going to try to take it to the rim, turnover. When you're playing from behind like that, you kind of get out of your style of playing, the, the things that you do well and working the ball and moving the ball around and setting plays. And when you're not playing def- – when it, it's just – you know, when you can't get stops too, that's another issue. You know, you or you get stops and then turn up. the ball over. Well, that's the thing. I mean, how, again, or you it play was, tremendous defense. We got it right here. 20, 22 turnovers. Um, what were the so, offensive rebounding numbers, Jimmy? I don't have them in front of me. I, I know they gave up like I, I know they gave up double digit offensive rebounds. That, they I had mean, some of their own, but play um, amazing defense and then give up two. Uh, you know, not just one offensive board, two, three on one possession. Yeah. Right, and Warriors I wanna, three, I, and they get the ball back. You know, and it was just that happened late in the fourth, and I think. And every, it wasn't even that bad tonight, Jimmy. But other games, it's been terrible. I want to just put a bow on to steal Zayn's phrase. Put a bow on that Paul Pierce thing. If yeah. today, now I will say I agree with you, Jimmy. Fifteen turn. Sorry, yeah, well, fifteen, offensive, 15 offensive boards to the yeah. Celtics eleven. It's not that bad, but it felt bad because everything the Celtics do wrong is, that is very impactful to the other team. You know get your word saying? in, because I, I think I hear John yeah. Zanis music. Get your word oh, in. Oh, boy. So let me get my word in about – about. Uh, uh, I, I have said, and I continue to there say, that uh, – uh, oh, wow, this is scary. I continue to say that like Paul Pierce – Jason Tatum has already surpassed Paul Pierce. I think Paul Pierce would admit it. But if I had to pick a player today to lead my team, to, to go to war on with. my team, I'm picking – Paul Pierce to go to war with. I'm not saying that a year, two years from now, I won't be picking Tatum all day. It's a tough comparison wouldn't. because Pierce at Tatum's age. I mean, we're 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 comparing the all yeah. of Paul Pierce to a, a a Tatum who is you know 25 or whatever he is. But I understand, and we're point. omitting yeah. the past, the neg, the ugly past that Paul had, and he did right. have some ugly ugly right. years. Johnny, John Zanis, everybody. Johnny he, he kept his word. He left the game because he was so disgusted. By what the Celtics were putting out there as a prop. I got thrown out. (laughs) He threw a water bottle onto the court and he said, see you later. I don't like it down here. Yeah. I'm used to being over there. I'm going to try try this corner. No, 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 no. Go back to your normal spot there. Fine. It's like Hollywood squares. I'm going to picture you road raging all the way home. Like, I can't believe this. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. You shouldn't be angry, John. Somebody clip that. I'm not angry. And then, like, let's see. It was so insincere. Or... It's not, not anger, angry. but if you if you come at me if you come at me with some weak shit, I will get angry at that. Yeah. I'm not angry at the team, you know. So uh, tell, I'm gonna... tell, tell us why the Celtics were so good this year. <laughs> no, I'm gonna let Sherrod go first. <laughs> Is that what yeah, let Sherrod go. <laughs> Sherrod, you there? We had a connection issue the first. I can time. hear you guys. Can you hear? Yeah. Oh, he sounded great. We did up until you left. <laughs> I think there's a delay. I think there's a delay. I, I'm going to make one statement only. Uh-oh, here it is. He tried. He got 30 seconds in. Go ahead. It's not mad. John, not we, mad, want, we want Matt. John, if ever I'm there not was, mad. mad John. If ever there was a night to be mad. I'm not <laughs> mad. I And I had fa- I kept thinking the Celtics were going to win. Um, uh, Game over game, when we'd ask what's going to happen, I thought, Celtics' best effort would win. They weren't able to muster that effort. That's a problem in itself. Um, And so we'll get into that stuff. My 
thing with this team, and I've said it, we, we say it on our text threads, I've said it show over show, is whatever happens over this game, these two games, this final series, isn't going to change my opinion of things I think about the team and questions I have about them. So what I'm going to say is I have a lot of the same questions about this team now that I did even when they were back when they were playing poorly. It, it, it doesn't mean I think they're awful. I thought they should have been playing much better then, but I still have a lot of the same questions. And I think a lot of people do as well. Um, and so, and that involves everybody that involves Jason Tatum and who he's going to become that involves, you know, Jalen Brown and what his ceiling is, the point guard situation, you know, bench depth future. There's a lot of questions. I had those questions before. I still have them now. I'm not going to sit here and unload on the team. They lost golden state outplayed them. I I don't like playing that veteran leadership. They've been there before sort of card, Uh, but the Celtics just, I, I mean, it's a basketball game. I don't think they shrunk because it was the finals. I think Golden State just played better basketball the, the, over they the last few games. I, and I, that's it. But I don't think it was like the Celtics were like, oh, geez, I just got the pressure goes up, meaning everyone tries much harder in these games than they do in other games. They just couldn't handle the pressure from a really good team, and they wilted. I don't think it was finals pressure per se. But anyway, Sherrod, what's going on, man? Give it a shot. Let's see if we can hear you. But, yeah, guys, can you hear me okay? Yes, sir. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Okay. Yes. Bottom line is Golden State's just a better team. Golden State played a better series. And you start looking at the role players that Golden State had. You've got a guy like Andrew Wiggins, who's a former number one overall pick. you got a guy like Jordan Poole, uh, you know, first-round pick. And then flip side, you look at the Celtics, Grant Williams, Derek White, Pritchard, that's, you know. Wah, wah. Bottom line, Golden State, the Celtics could have won this series if they would have played as close to their max potential as possible. And that didn't happen. The Celtics, I thought, if you look at this series from top to bottom, they were okay. Well, okay is not going to get you a chip. Okay is not going to beat a team like Golden State. And, John, I, I, I'm, I agree with you. I don't think the whole experience thing was a factor. I think it was a fact that Golden State played better basketball. They made their open shots. They made turnovers. They forced you to do things that you weren't comfortable with. And your best player, Jason Tatum, did not play like your best player. He wasn't even the best player on his team, let alone in the series. Well, that is, I mean, I'm sure you All guys true. have talked. I'm sure dog. you guys have talked about Tatum. And sorry, guys, my I, I packed my mic at the garden. Volume got a little jacked and I had to turn it down. So sorry if I came in hot for some of you guys at home. What's up? What was the Tatum situation? I know we'll probably hear like the shoulder was bothering him more than we thought. Oh, I, um, you know, I always, anytime we can have this close up, I'm taking it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Anytime oh, we fuck, get, man. I don't want to hear about anytime the shoulder. Anytime we get Nick leaning all the way back, I want it full screen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Come on. I do. I'm, I'm going to bet. I'm going to ding anyway, you every single time. I don't uh, mind. Yeah. You know what? Tatum- Someone get Nick a pillow. What, uh, what right, happened? Not a Nick pillow, please. <laughs> Look what you did, Nick. The biggest issue with this team is that they don't seem to understand when something is working, you stick with it. Early on, they were playing billy ball, and they got 14-2. And then next thing you know, Sooners taking threes, Tatum's jacking up shots. Next thing you know, it's a five, six-point game. I don't understand 
how they can have something work and then just arbitrarily decide to go away from that. Uh, we saw that back in November and we thought that they could have gotten past that stage. Obviously, that's still some of that is in their system. And that I thought was the biggest factor in this game, not recognizing what works and sticking with it. We're going to take a little pause here. I want to tell you about our sponsor, Bet Online. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's NBA Finals, NHL Hockey Conference Finals, and Stanley Cup, Major League Baseball scores, and all the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. So head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet Online, where it starts. Uh, carelessness, too. I mean, anytime they made one step forward, they took three back, just again, with turnovers that were more than turnovers they were reverse assists i mean they were assisting the other team golden state so uh, and again i i think that you guys would agree it, it's the end of the game or when those times get tense when, when golden state is on that kind of run like they were at the end of that first quarter who stops them by putting a you know hitting a shot getting to the line slowing the pace down I, there's just nobody. I, I really think that that leadership is an issue and will continue to be an issue this, into next year. This Tatum performance was really mind blowing for me mind though, blowing. because um, I it, it, there's you've seen stars struggle uh, where shots don't go and it's just they're trying. It's just not working. Shoot, um, shoot. But Tatum looked. Tatum got dominated like when he tried to want when he tried to go one-on-one on Wiggins and Wiggins decided he wanted to play defense the last few games of the series Tatum I mean got half his shots thrown back it was really bad uh it, it, everybody was quicker they were stripping the ball from him uh you know everything was you know just everything was weak like he just looked he looked like he looked like like a bad basketball player. Like, again, if you'd never watched basketball and only watched these few games, you would not think Jason Tatum was an all-star basketball player. You'd be like, why is this guy shooting so much? He's not good at it. Like, why do they give him the ball so much? He just looked bad. He looked clumsy. He looked slow. He looked, he looked like he lacked ap- confidence. He looked John. apathetic. He, he was getting dominated. Right. Dominated. We, we said this at the beginning, John. That it was The body language was back. The poor body language is back again. Oh. I I... Maybe the chat the chat might correct me if I'm wrong, but I've been correcting me. So (laughs) pretty sure that Lisa Salters had a report uh, in the second quarter, basically saying that Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart lit into the team on the bench in the second quarter, basically saying like, "Pick it up! Like this game's not over. We have to earn it. You know, it's not going to be given to us. So nobody should be sitting here sulking or in a pissed off, pissed off mood. Let's go play basketball." So interesting that she said it was that it was Brown and Smart that had that attitude. Um, Tatum was, I, I, was a shocker. I, 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 I got, I got, what's up, Sean? No, I was just going to say that's that's no surprise. Mm-mm. I mean, when you think about who are the emotionally volatile, in your face guys on this team, there's only really two or three guys you'd even think about: Marcus, Jalen, and Al. And when Al gets mad, that's that's when you know that you're in that's trouble. Like you, yeah, and God, even God. Al, and I, I thought Al, you know, again, I thought Al was really good in this game. wasn't great, but he was really good. He played his role, made some plays, made some shots. 
he but was they good. Just, the best the player, the why best are we? Player never got Allen Jalen willed them back. Like yeah. Tatum at the yeah. start of the fourth quarter, Tatum was walking around like yeah. it was ja- unbelievable. Ja- yeah. I mean, and you guys say this a million times. It was if you get five minutes of top five Tatum, almost every game they played, that's kind of like this: five minutes of top five Tatum, and you win. That's the freeze of the season. He was He was walking around. He was walking up to set screens. He wasn't At, setting real ones. He wasn't coming off the ball strong. He wasn't going to the ball. If it got in his hands, he might try to do a little something. But he just looked checked out. Like and I he can was tell like, you this: yeah, that. When like going from being at the games all the time to watching them on TV, you guys who are there are seeing it double what we're seeing on television because the cameras don't pick it up. Like I'm always looking at the tail end of the camera after he get he gets a no call or whatever to see if he's going to come back. He's going to be listless and just dragging. You guys get to see it. So whatever anybody in the chat room is seeing on television, double it. Because that's really, and the same thing goes for Marcus Smart. You don't see all the intangibly great things he does when you're not at the game. So you guys know. It's it's that whole thing where like it worked for a little, you know, learning. And, you know, we've taught, we talked about this the whole time when they were struggling. And, you know, and then it seemed like they solved some of these issues, Uh, you know, learning how to be like, just learning the right way to play instead of defaulting to some things that have worked for you as an individual basketball player, learning to lead, learning to win. You know, some of that stuff was working, but a lot of it was just driven by defense. The defense was so dominating um, that it kind of probably covered up for some of the issues that the offense has, which is when times get tough, they do revert to some of their kind of baser instincts. And for guys like Tatum, that really is just kind of slowing it down and going into his little rock the baby, little ISO situation. Uh, And it's just, it doesn't work when teams are spending this much time, you know, and paying this much attention to you, sending two guys at the point of attack, forcing you to your left. I mean, Tatum half the time just dribbled into double teams. Um, And sometimes, you know, he'd look to make a pass and people were standing in the lane because they knew exactly where it would go. He's just, it's too deliberate. And that's just, it's what's worked before. But when all things, when everything breaks down, they revert to the things that are proven not, Tatum specifically proven not to work. Uh, So he's just got to get it you almost just have to reinvent yourself a little bit. You know, you've had a thing that's worked for you your entire life, but in order, you know, to be more successful and for your team to win and to be that playmaker that everybody wants him to be and the guy who has the ball in his hands and have the offense run through him, he's got to be a totally different guy. He really does. We only saw flashes of it. People, I think, really talked a lot about his playmaking improvements this year. I thought they were there, but I thought they were subtle. And I don't think they were consistent enough for for people to say, oh, he totally figured it out as a playmaker. Or make it a threat against a double. Or make it something that people are worried about. They're not, like I said, why why do Jokic and LeBron and players like that not get doubled as much? Because they'll pass out of it immediately to the most open guy on the court, and it's going to result in a bucket. They'll kill you if you double them. Tatum's got to be a guy who kills you when you Which double Which he doesn't. Him. No, he doesn't. He no, doesn't one's scared, no one's scared of his playmaking. And also this about the whole playmaking storyline. How many times was it used as a, well, yeah, he, he didn't score. He didn't score. He didn't shoot well tonight, but his playmaking was off the charts. He had, he had eight assists and, like, he was involved in the offense, even though he wasn't scoring. It's like, dude, I get it. But if I have a first-team All-NBA player, I need him to drop 30 points a game in the playoffs. Yeah. 
not six turnovers a game. He's the yeah. first player in NBA history to have over 100 turnovers in the playoffs. So a round of applause for that. Well, I mean, Jimmy, you really have all the stats tonight. I mean, somebody, my, my brother sent me that stat. Shout that's out a good brother. one. That's a good one. But, I mean, Not listen, really it, it, is anyone surprised to hear that, though? I mean, every time no. you look up, it was either him or Brown or Smart or somebody turning the ball over. I mean, it was no different tonight. Honestly, that's what's so frustrating about tonight. They lost the same exact way that they've lost all the other games. It's almost like they're like they ju- they just can't help themselves, you know. It's and the Warriors were they the better team? Yes. Were they a beatable team? Hell yes. And I thought the Celtics beat themselves more than the Warriors beat them. They just continued to shoot themselves in the that, foot with turnovers, giving up second chance points, offensive rebounds. Um, yeah. Their star players not showing up when they need them the most in a bench that was completely non-existent after game one. I mean, Derek, you had the Derek White mm. game, and then I didn't hear boo from the entire bench. And he was Grant, horrendous. White, Pritchard. I mean, shoot. I think their best bench player was freaking Cornette. Face. <laughs> the, the most incredible stat was the halftime plus minus numbers. I've never no. seen anything like that. That was so, an unreal my, stat, yeah. Derek White. Minus, well, White was minus 24 in 14 minutes. Grant was minus 23 in, in two six minutes. minutes. Six minutes. And Pr- Pritchard, Pritchard was minus 20 in like eight minutes. Dude, it was, it was like it was, was the end of the first, it was like the end of the first quarter, and the announcers were like, yeah, the bench is minus 50. I'm like, there's no way that's true. Like, it was, it was unbelievable <laughs> that, that was those easy. stats. Minus 23 in six minutes is the worst I've ever seen. I, I, I can't remember a number like that. Are we a Warriors show now? Look at our background. It's blue. Flip-flop. We're like Stephen A. We're a Warriors show now. You might no, as well be. Yeah, might as well be. Uh, uh, yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. But that was incredible. Like we thought, we were talking about adjustments yesterday on our show. Uh, you know, Bobby Josue and I, and we thought since he may mentioned he might change things up, that it wouldn't be uh, Derek White coming in off the bench for that for Rob early, and that he might mix it up a little bit. And he went. At, we thought maybe he'd go to Grant and maybe even try Grant at some small ball five and try to get shooters out yeah, there. And Grant and Pritchard and Tatum and Brown or something like that might have been it. And instead, Grant was the last guy off the bench. So he, uh, Ime completely Grant lost. Got John, Grant, John, Grant got bullied. John, Grant got five he, points he off the bench. He needs to change his name to Draymond's. The Celtics what. bench scored five points. Am I looking at the third quarter box or is this the full game? You tell us, Nick. I, you you're you're the one. Buddy. It's your screen, Nick. Yeah, Nick. Uh, it is the full game. Uh, and right now I'm saying yeah, Grant Williams is three yeah. points. Yeah. yeah. And Derek game. White, two points. Five points? Guys. That's it's, a story. Besides Tatum. How could you have a bench in the NBA Finals that scores five points? Well, the Celtics, Sherrod called it. Celtics did go to Hauser at the end of the game. It's just too little too late. <laughs> too little too late, Sherrod. Yeah, you called it. It's not how you envisioned it going, but. But, but I mean, we got an entire summer to get into what the hell they need. But I think that this really, this entire postseason run has made it abundantly clear. They need shooters. They need guys who actually have that as their specialty. I am at the point where I don't give a damn how bad you defend the ball. Don't if you can make even shots, apply. Don't even apply if you can't shoot. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. I mean, there, should, there needs to be like an open call. For shooters, if you're six five or, or taller and you can shoot the hell out of the ball, 
There's a spot for you. Sorry, Jimmy. Sorry, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy Toscano is not. not, (laughs) Jimmy doesn't qualify. This leads into into Jimmy's wheelhouse here as we talk about offense versus defense. Defense is the reason this team went as far as they did. Defense is the reason they turned the season uh, around. Offense is the the reason that they lost, and they lost in an embarrassing way. And everything you're going to address. So there's a tipping point there. Defense Mm -hmm. is important, but again, every team, even good teams like Golden State, Milwaukee, Miami, have guys on their team who have roles, and those roles are to score the basketball, and those guys are guys you have to find creative ways to hide defensively. This weird insistence on, and maybe this is just how the roster construction ended up, and they realized this year, okay, we're better off really locking in on D and just letting the wings cook, but... If, if it's a ph- philosophy that everybody here has got to play D because we got to be this switchable monster and that's the only way it works here, that's going to be a problem because you need guys who can put the ball in the basket. And right now, it's friggin' bad. Uh, and that's what that's what submarined them here. You have to have guys whose job it is to score and have sure. them actually be good at it. They can't be named Peyton Pritchard. You know, and nothing against him. He'll come in and get hot every once in Everything a while. Everything against him. It's not a guy you're counting on, Uh, you know, and this is one thing I uh, really got in on earlier in the year, this notion that Grant and Pritchard are solid bench pieces. No. What are you going to do this offseason, win or lose the title? You're going to go and you're going to look for people to play ahead of Pritchard and and, and Grant. You're going to look for guys who can be your seventh and eighth or sixth and seventh guys Mm -hmm. coming off the bench. And you can get that maybe if you spend into the tax and you use the TPE and you use the MLE. Um, Do they need a point guard? But and and yes, you still do. That's kind of the problem. But we're not. I don't. We're gonna get. It's gonna become a whole offseason show. But really, it's the offense. With I'm doubling down on what Sherrod said. People, the guys have to be able to shoot, or else what good are you here? That's literally. I mean, if you had to pinpoint all the things that the Celtics did wrong, if you could say, okay, we're gonna give you one, we're gonna give you one of the many things that you do wrong to add to your roster. What would that one thing be? And if that one thing was shooting. We'll probably have a different kind of celebration right now, because they, because they, those the basketball team that can't shoot, those well drops that they go on, well they done, need everybody. someone who can who can get them over the hump. So if Derek White wasn't Derek White, but was a guy who was the shooting equivalent of whatever Derek White was supposed to be with all the intangibles, so the best offensive player in the NBA, right, right, because Derek White's awesome at everything except Bobby. for scoring. So if you got somebody who was just who was just a specialist and a scorer. And again, I, I'm not going to crap on Bobby because he was here, but every time we'd bring up a name, it'd be like, that guy can't defend. We know not everybody's perfect. Right. If you can score 18 to 20 a game and defend, guess what? You're making $30 million and the Celtics aren't going to be able to get you at the trade deadline for friggin' Romeo Langford. That's not an option. So anybody <laughs> you get is going Your to guy. be some, <laughs> is going to be somewhat flawed. <laughs> And and you know what, Derek White is somewhat flawed, and we saw it in in a, in in, a, <laughs> and that's it. I mean, he, yeah. he he can't score. Are they gonna go? I don't want to make it an offseason. You got to be able to score. So I wonder you what gotta would happen. You got to be able to score. There? So why did they go get Derek White then? If they needed, he's they must have known they needed scoring. Ugh. Because he's Derek White lot. checks don't... off a lot of the boxes that you have. He gives you. He gives you a, an element of versatility. If you're a team that's all about having defensive switchability, Derek White is a perfect wing guy for you because he can yeah. literally switch damn near every position and not crush you on that mismatch. But to, to John's point, he can't shoot. I think they, they thought he could shoot better he, than he did. 
they projected exactly, Jimmy. Yeah, and Pritchard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if we really want to start breaking down who did and did not do what, Pritchard's the guy that really underachieved in the series because his job and is to make and shots. Derek and Jason oh. and Marcus <laughs> and Deuce and Deuce <laughs> and a partridge and a beard. Yeah. Blaine, Blaine Pie, eighty percent Peyton Pritchard. Eighty percent Deuce. <laughs> no, do not pick on Deuce. No, Deuce is the one. You know, there will be no do slander on this show. There will be no, no. do slander, Nick. Yeah, Nick. Yeah, and there I will know be better. what's in that. And what there Especially will be. Father's Day. Have we done this yet? We have. No, we not. have not. We need a fresh start, my friend. Hello, okay? fresh. Goodbye, Celtics. <laughs> Jimmy was dying. That he. <laughs> T-shirts, Nick. T-shirts. Well done, Jimmy. Swag, right well, there. Guys. Hello, fresh. Goodbye, Celtics. Yeah, I don't think it's so We do want to tell you guys a little bit about our sponsor while we have you here. Um, HelloFresh. <sighs> Delicious. I, and again, I got my meal kit. I got I a box. Be- I, John, I had something besides the meatloaf. What'd you get? I had this like Asian pork bowl thing with Jiggy. It was go. really good. Yeah. Okay. I was shocked. Okay. Yeah, it's not as good as the meatloaf, but it's pretty damn good. I mean, it'll but do. your meatloaf's the best. So. Yeah, you can't beat the meatloaf. It is. Their meatloaf, it's a nice silver medalist type meatloaf. It's good. Yeah, I like that. All right. Anyway, so uh, again, as we said, is you know, don't go to restaurants. It, they're expensive as hell, and they keep raising prices for no good reason. Uh, oh. Grocery shopping, who's got time, right? Hello Fresh, baby. Farm fresh ingredients delivered to your doorstep, pre-portioned, packaged customizable menus, seasonal menus. You can get whatever you want. Just cook it. That's it. You don't have to do a friggin' thing. Just take it, cook it, bang. Delicious gourmet restaurant quality meals. Again, delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, We're in the spring menu now, but there's going to be a summer menu coming. Uh, You can pick whether you want family style. You want to get it for two people, three people, one person. I get the four-person meal for one person. Uh, That's how I roll. (laughs) Okay, that's what I do. I get the family-sized meatloaf, and I just start to eat it right through the middle of it with <laughs> yeah, a spoon. Yeah, you're, um, you're eating the whole thing. I eat the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> at least 80% of it, and I'll go back and I'll get the rest later. Um, but again, in order to do it, and if you want to support us and support oh, our sponsors, is... please use this URL, hellofresh.com slash playoff16. Pretty sad, right? Yeah. 16, we, we may 16 need to change the, the code. Playoff. Playoff fourteen. Well, hey, if you if you happen to be a Warriors fan um, and you're watching the show, you got you, sixteen. You can, you can get HelloFresh to yeah, you as well. You, you guys won the you championship. You assholes buy this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All the trolls, all the Warriors. Trolls. Uh, you guys, this solid. thing's okay. This I don't want to get. Uh, I don't want to get John going, but John, if you were to see this chat, it's like transporting back to the first half of the season. Blow it's, it off. I know, I know. It's America's number one meal kit, so you oh, guys sorry. at Golden State buy it too. But you got to use this oh URL or we don't get the credit and we want to be able to keep pumping out this content to you guys throughout the offseason. Jeez, the draft is in like five days, guys. We got a lot of work oh to do. God. We got bills to pay. Don't Hello talk Fresh. to me about slash playoff16. Use the code playoff16. 16 free meals, three free gifts. Yeah, Nick, I mean, this is where it's going to go, right? It's going to go immediately to blow it up I hate this team. Wicks got to spend. So I'll ask, I'll start with you, Sherrod. Let me ask you a question. Um, had they lost to Milwaukee, how, do you feel any different that they made it to the finals versus had they lost in seven games to Milwaukee or seven games to Miami? No, no. I mean, listen, whether they lost in the finals or lost in the second round, they were going to have to go out and get a shooter this offseason. They whether had it's still some things. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there, there's, 
to me, what happened in the finals, it just only amplified the problems that we've seen all season with these guys. They they need shooters. Uh, they have too many stretches where they just just lose their minds and go away from things that work. I don't know whether that's just one of those things. Emei's just got to beat beat the hell into their brains that if I'm giving the ball to Marcus Smart on the block and he's navigating and getting guys shots, let's just keep giving him the ball on the block until something doesn't work. Uh, if Jalen Brown is getting a mismatch where he's getting switched <laughs> out on whoever and we're making things happen, let's keep doing that. So that this is another nothing good has one. changed. <laughs> nothing has changed. Jason Tra- Oh, damn. Damn. <laughs> that was a good one. Jason Tantrum. Yes, I'm Jason Tantrum. Jason Tantrum. Damn. The Jason Trade Room. That one was pretty good, though. I like the Trade Room better. That was pretty Jason damn funny. Damn, y'all. Dude, y'all I cold. Hope- Yo, Yo, the body's not even cold yet. Damn. Ruth, that, less. That, you are, that, you are without. That's the nicest thing Tatum's going to hear over the next few days, man. He's lucky tomorrow's Friday. Listen, listen, he did did not have the series, obviously, we thought he would have or or certainly he wanted to have. But, damn it, he still can ball. Don't act like he's a bum or a bust. We're not, but let me ask you this question. He can ball out. That's what Mm -hmm. makes it so frustrating. Why wasn't he he balling out? Let me ask you this question. I don't know. Mr. First Team All-NBA thing. That's the thing. Is it possible that Jason Tatum in a year that he made first team all NBA and finished sixth in MVP voting had his reputation diminished? No. The finals, yeah, absolutely. I, like I believe people think less of Jason Tatum now than I they do. did at the end of last year because of I do because of this grand stage. That well, might be better than your, before. He should have torn his ACL. That might be better. That, that the solves other. everything. Oh, I hate. The, oh, Jimmy, I hate even the thought of that. Oh, 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 that goes back to the Kemba. That was the Kemba. This, this old tape. I know what it was. It's tape. still painful. Inside, inside baseball. There. Uh, yeah, you have to be um, a regular. But no, Sharon, what do you think? I mean, because again, it's. Uh, uh, laying an egg this bad on this stage um that's again great power great responsibility you're the star the the expectation is elevated not just for you but for the team if you played like the best team in basketball the second half of the season then it's fair to expect you to be the best team in basketball and and that just comes with the territory so no free passes no attaboy no pats on the butt like you guys did it like the expectation level changed for everyone, for Tatum, because now he's a first-team All-NBA player, and for the team, because they were the best team in basketball. So it's you're holding them to a different standard, and neither the team nor Tatum met it, and their failures go hand-in-hand. Hand. Absolutely, and, and, and there's no getting around the fact that Tatum, I mean, remember, for his, most of his career, really up until the last year or two, it was always young star on the rise coming of age getting there not quite there yet oh he arrived you make first team all nba there's no come up you are at the mountaintop at that point so once you're in that type of elite company you gotta get it done you gotta deliver i don't care about your shoulder i don't care about your back i don't care about your your blisters or any other bullshit excuse that people come up you got to get it done and he didn't he did, he's, and he's got the entire summer to think about that and what he's got to do to get better. And if he's anything like the superstar we want Oof, him to this be, is we feel he could be, he's going to be out there. He's going to take a week or two off and be out there working on every facet Ooh, of the game. That Danny Granger comparison is cold. That is mean, he's guys. Not, I've never mean. said anything that mean. He's, well, the ACL. He's, he's a million times better than Danny Damn, Granger. Come I don't on, know if man. I love that or hate that. I have never <laughs> said anything. Why does Isaiah Thomas I've never said anything shame. that mean. Can I ask that? Speaking of these, ruthless. 
John Tatum, not smart. Andrew had a couple smart, of games. He got he was he was the guy I think who got hurt. I think. Who is yeah. this person? Why are you why are you watching? If you're happy that we choked, go watch something else. Go watch a Warriors post game show. Draymond Burner. That's a Warriors show. Yo, Hello Fresh. Draymond Burner. Go buy Hello Fresh and then go watch a Warriors show. I'm a little surprised and and somewhat pointed that Draymond didn't curse uh, when he gave his championship comments to Lisa. Uh, I was fully oh, expecting him to say F you Celtics fans. I was so mm-hmm. waiting for that. I'll tell you what. I was nah. really F you Cedric Maxwell. <laughs> they oh, got into wow. it after the last he, game. He really doesn't want that smoke though. Good. I mean I know I, I know he's young. I know he's feeling himself. Cedric nah he doesn't want that smoke with Cedric. He really does. He learned that quick I think. He was good tonight. He was good tonight. Yeah, that, was was another, good tonight. that was some insult to injury. He played well. Mm-hmm. He had some really nice passes. Did his Passing thing. Was great. Bullied Grant. The his whole best game in the series. This yeah. was his yeah, best game in the series, great. I thought. Hit a, hit a big three. Hit another outside. They put Rob in. They subbed the Tatum out. They put Rob in. Tatum, I mean, uh, Rob pulls Grant away, covers Draymond, and then they inbound to Draymond, and then Rob just gives him a, a free shot, and he hits the shot. It was like, okay. The lack of focus and concentration, it just yeah. permeates and hurts every facet of what they do good on this team. I mean, the turnovers, missing coverages, like you're saying, Jimmy. You know, for how good they are at switching, everything else kind of just suffers when it's like a, a snowball effect. And I, I honestly, I go back to leadership because there's nobody there to just settle down the troops. Emay can't put on a uniform. Not that you want him to, but they look at him like he's the big brother, right? Or the, the Yeah. And you need somebody there that's going to really take the leadership reins. And I think Tatum could do that, but it's just not right now. I think this is part of that growing process. According to um, uh, I don't want to hear uh, about the shoulder. According to Anthony Slater, is it Anthony Slater? The uh, according to who? The uh, AC Slater, the athletic um, Warriors reporter. The entire yeah. Warriors locker room in a champagne celebration right now is chanting "F you, Draymond." At- <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I love it. And then they'll be at the encore doing that. Everybody, <laughs> Celtics fans, head up to the encore. F you or the actual? Am, am, am I the, no, the am actual? Am I the only, oh, am I the only one that anticipates seeing some F you Draymond t-shirts brought to you by Draymond Green? Yes, yeah. I guarantee you that. I'm telling Listen. Got to give him credit. I might buy one. I'm not going to lie. Too. I might buy one. I, you know lie. what? Let's print them. What do we do, I'm, I'm a dream. <laughs> there you go, Nick. There you go, I'm Nick. officially a dream we'll Green them. fan after this series. Guys, of course. Let me are. just let me let me give you. I'm gonna head out because I gotta hit a. Cruise he dominated their minds. He I gotta hit a cruise out to Bermuda tomorrow, so I'm gonna head out. But uh, which wow, he wanna, wouldn't have taken if the Celtics went to game seven. Me totally. Wow. John, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm talking. Yeah, I'm go. heading out now. Let's hear no, what you I'm have to say. All right, Nick. Out. Final thoughts from Nick. Yes, my final thoughts are. They got a whole. Thank you very lot much, Nick. Time, All right, Nick. Have a good time. No, 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 no. Let me get this out. They Enjoy Bermuda, Nick. They got we a whole lot of time ahead of them on the other side, and buddy. Bermuda oh, Cam. You. There he is, Nick <laughs> Joseph, Everybody. Wait, where'd he go? No, I just, I messed with him. I just messed with him. Oh, I was trying to put him on there. I tried to go. I, Come on, put me I, on the screen. Okay. I tried Here's to go full Bermuda camp. Yeah. <laughs> this is our second time covering the finals. This show, both times are a loss. But 
I want to thank the fans who tuned in every night after every game to listen to these guys. And I'm one of these fans. Thank you. I'm sure John will tell you what we're doing in the offseason. I'm going to go boomer rage down in Bermuda. I'm going to Bermuda rage. And uh, <laughs> go Celtics. Keep the faith. Off Thank season, you guys. Nick. All I'm right. off. I'm basically off the month of July. So we'll we'll, we'll John, talk about the off season in June, August. July. I can do it all. You deserve it. All you guys, take a break. Go to Disney World. Take later. a break. Um, all right. Well, Nick. in that case, I'll see you guys later. The founder. Yeah, right. <laughs> the founder. The uh, somehow the, the, the pod, pod father. father. The pod father. The pod father himself. Yes. Yep. Has Nick, spoken. He has Nick. spoken. Does yes. claim to have created podcasts. So. <laughs> he has he blessed knows. this show, the Podfather. <laughs> um. Oh man, okay. Let's reset, John. Um, Let's reset. What? What's that? Let's just reset here. Just Let's reset. reset. Okay. Welcome into the Garden Report, everybody. This is John Zanis <laughs> along Asherod Blakely and Jimmy Toscano, <laughs> where the Boston Celtics, your Boston Celtics, came up short. In a spirited what? effort short. and a season to celebrate and something we'll be talking about forever. Historic turnaround and a comeback. And again, everything, everyone, everything everyone is going to say, here's where the conversation is going to, where people are going to struggle to see the, 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 the nuance and the conversation that people are going to have about this team in the offseason. Yes, it was a tremendous turnaround. Yes, they deserve all sorts of adulation and praise for turning their season around. Yes, it was unexpected. None of that changes how people feel about the team and what they're going to do, and nor I don't think should it. Um, you're not going to get complacent even if you want it. Um, there'd be roster issues and construction issues and different things you were going to question, regardless of outcome. All of that stuff is fair game. So I, I'm not going to sit here and say fans should feel one way or should feel another, and a lot of people will be saying that. And I say, come on, save it, Okay. Feel, feel the way you want to feel, be super happy and satisfied with the way the season ended, or demand more, demand change, demand running it back, but better effort, whatever it is. Um, all of these things are on the table. We don't really know what the future holds. Um, what I do think is, if you are in love with this team or these players or this core, they all have to be a little bit better. Um than they are right now, which means that traject it's about trajectory. Do you still believe in the trajectory of Tatum, Brown, Rob, and Smart? Because that's your core. Do they need pieces around them? Of course, every every team does. Um, you know, you see the Nets crumbling with their bench around them when when they were losing key pieces and key support pieces along the way. Uh, everybody needs the supporting cast, but do you believe in that core? And I think that that's where most of the conversation centers around, not like wild speculation about going to get like John Wall or something silly. It's going to be these guys with maybe a couple of added parts, unless Jonathan you want to Mitchell. do something drastic, whatever. So that's fine. So, I mean, how do you guys feel about the core going forward after the season, the turnaround and the way that they kind of, you know, flamed out here at the end? I think you, you have to definitely, well, first of all, I, I think the question about, whether Jalen and Jason can play together. I, I think they've shown throughout the course of the postseason that, yeah, when they're both playing at close to their peak optimal game, they can be very effective together. But the more you watch them play, I think there are more questions about really who should be the alpha of those two. Uh, Jalen Brown has stretches where, I mean, he, I mean, he's damn difficult to guard. 
uh, that ability to drive and finish at the basket, which I don't he, think he does enough of. He's quicker. Uh, his, his handle has, yeah, he's a quicker player. He, his handle he's just, has to get He's much able better. to get by people better than Tatum. Tatum can't get by people, really. Right. And that's why I think they, they, they work so well to complement each other because Tatum has that outside fire game. Jalen can get to the rim and finish. But Jalen's handle has to get better. Uh, too many so damn well turnovers. They do. I thought I, I sorry, they do. I thought I heard you say that they work so well to complement each other. They do complement each other. Jalen has the inside finish at the rim. Tatum knocked down shots from the perimeter. But they the one thing that they're still struggling to figure out, and they have moments where you just can't understand what the hell's going on in their heads, is they don't seem to recognize when the other one has it rolling. How can they help that guy? Like when Jalen has it going, Tatum is just kind of, eh, you know, floating out there, waiting to get the rock. He's got he's to be more active and engaged. Uh, you look at Steph, um, to me, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, that's the blueprint for how you can work in, in concert mm-hmm. with each other. Uh, Steph is a much better finisher at the rim than he, he ever gets credit for. Uh, the yeah. Celtics saw that firsthand. Uh, and, and Clay is much more of a perimeter guy who will occasionally get not into the paint, but just get into that mid-range real estate and do some damage that way. Figure out how you can play off each other better. I think that needs to be there. Those two need to, I mean, if we're being honest and real, this is the summer where they need to gather all those guys together in L.A. or Chicago or, or Atlanta and have like a mini voluntary workout together. Uh, that's uh, you. you still, when you no. they, they need to do that. No. Yes, they do, Tate, John. They do, but Tatum's going to do it with his boys. Jalen's going to go around the world somewhere. Which is, that's <laughs> the problem, John. They've got to k- kill that individual they bullshit. They won't, but they won't, but they won't. They, this I mean, maybe be... they do. If this, they, this, this might this, be the summer they do it. If, if if it's going to happen, it'll happen this summer. So they have, need, I mean, this needs to be ahead, a very me. this needs to be a very Go dark see. dark summer for these guys. This needs to be one of those summers where they lock themselves in the in the gym and they nah, just really no feel chance. they really just take in this feeling. I w- I hope that they all watched the Warriors celebration on their home court and just let it soak in and just have a KG type mentality and like hate for everything but winning basketball games going that's that's what tatum needs it's not it's not his skill we know that he's one of the most skilled players in the nba but it's the mental aspect of it it's it's the mood swings it's the complaining it's the completely disappearing for stretches of games and really multiple games and and like you can't have it you can't have it both ways you can't want to be known as a top five player but then put in performances like this. And I know that he still has years ahead of him and he's still on that trajectories, I would anticipate. But damn, like it's these types of games that make people pull their hair out. And it's these types of games where it has people in the chat. And I know people who aren't in the chat or are just watching who say, I don't know if I trust this guy to lead the team. So, well, my uh, thing, J- go ahead, John. I was just going to ask you to follow up on that, Sherrod. Like, uh, whether it's Jalen, whether it's – I don't think Jason accepts a role as a non-alpha. I think you're going 1A, 1B, and it really George – and, George and Kawhi is the best comp. I don't think George feels like he's the Robin to Kawhi's Batman. I think they just feel like they're two outstanding players, each of whom right. brings That's a lot of different skills to a game. And that's the obvious comparison. My question specifically about Tatum is everyone keeps pointing to that he's only 24, nobody's won games with teams under this side. 
and sure, but is maturity assured? You know, is improvement assured? If you're, have you seen, and I, again, I caught heat for saying this, but I believe Jason Tatum has, you know, obviously massive skills, but at 24, I actually think he's, he, I think he's less mature than 24. Um, as a, as a fifth year pro, I actually expect a little bit more from him in terms of being able to handle this stuff, the, the, the complaining and all of those things. I, I think he's not great at that. And it's a little frustrating for me. I, I, I don't know if you see it that way. I think he, I think he should be better. I would, I would hope that he would be better. His, his, not just you know, going Jimmy... to get better. I think he should be better now. Right. Of, of all the different things that Jimmy had, had kind of ran down about Tatum to me, the disappearing in the fourth quarter is literally the only thing I, I care about because all that other stuff I can deal with the hands waving when he gets fouled and all that. But if you're getting it done in the fourth quarter, all that other stuff is immaterial. All that other stuff sure. doesn't mean a damn thing. If you're handling your business when the game is on the line and that is where Tatum has come up short time and time again in the finals. And, and we've seen that, you know, throughout really this postseason run. I mean, think about the game seven went over Milwaukee. Uh, that was not Tatum's game. That was Grant Williams. Grant freaking Williams it was, like a was, long was the guy ago. that said, "Yeah, but but and, but he needs to have those type of signature games, and he's had some good games in the fourth quarter, but he hasn't his had six, as yeah. many. Yeah, he hasn't had as lost. many of those. Everybody in my back, right? I'm gonna carry us to the to the finish line. Right. Just just do a Cedric Maxwell thing and just get hop on. I got you. But he doesn't have enough games like that. You know what, Sherrod, though, and I agree with you completely on the fourth quarter issues, but it's not easy if you go three quarters of disengaged or, you know, sulking or just off to just turn a switch in the fourth quarter. That that I think if he changes his style or changes his mentality, whatever it is, the fourth quarter performance might come because of that. I, I don't think it's easy to just turn it on like that if you've been feeling a certain way for the first, you know, 36 minutes or whatever it is. So. I agree with you, but I think it's more than just, oh, he just needs to play better in the fourth quarter. There's steps involved to get to that point, and I just don't know if he's figured out what it's going to take for him to get to that point yet. Because, again, we talk about how the Celtics kept losing games the same way in the series. I feel like we were seeing Tatum struggle in a lot of the same ways, too. The two go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. He he has to figure this out because, really, it's it's – you know, there's a number of things that are keeping him from being, I think, you know, one of the all-time greats, and this is one of them. Just finding that 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 inner killer. Um, he's a great what player, to, great skill. He went, he went, he went a few weeks where he was kissing, blowing kisses to the crowd. And we were like, "There's swagger. There's there's that swagger for Tatum." There was a stretch. I can't remember like, the last time. I can't. I can't remember the last time he did that. Where'd that go? It, well, in his defense, there wasn't many of those moments, but there was a stretch towards the end of the regular season, and at points where. He was blowing kisses left and right. And I was saying, you know, this Tatum's becoming a player that opposing teams' fans show up to the game to go see. He was in that type of yeah. zone. And, and I think he's, again, I think he's still that type of player. He I, still I has still it in him. Yeah, but honestly, where'd it go? Honestly, like, I think we're being nice right now. Um, we, we are. We're being nice because nobody wants to hear this guy sucks. You know, because that's reactionary. Yeah, we're we're just coming off the game here, and you know. So we're being we're being nice. This was a a this was bad. I I mean, in a in a in a like, for some people, in a career defining sort of way, like you know, this 
unless he, they get back here and he has a completely different performance, this is this sticks. Okay. Totally. And a, a finals meltdown shrinking, looking like you didn't belong, looking like you weren't even the best play, the th- second or third best player on your team, absolutely running from the moment and just looking really, really small. That's not going anywhere. That's what people will remember. No one's remembering 46 against Milwaukee. I'm sorry. Nobody's remembering a bunch of 50-point games this season, even though they did happen. Right or not, that stuff follows people, you know? Paul George, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, whatever it is, if if you're not – Chris Paul, you know, guys who are getting dogged, you know, their entire careers despite a tremendous body of uh, work. That's not going anywhere. This This was horrible. It was. He's gonna get. He's trust me. I mean, people who want to find people who want to look for more Tatum hate, just have to turn on the radio or turn on the TV over the next couple couple of days, couple of weeks. You'll find it because yeah, we 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 nixed it off the top of the show. I mean, non-existent, invisible, lacks of days ago. Whatever words you want to use for his performance, not just tonight, but really, pretty much the whole series. It's hard to defend it. It really, really is, and it has to make you question. I mean. The diehard fans who have watched Tatum, they, they know what he's capable of. The casual fans who are just tuning in, you know, for the NBA Finals, going to be like, this is the guy they're hitching their wagon to? This, right. this is this is Mr. But, First Team All-NBA. But the diehard fans gonna, are the ones who've seen it who will who will who right. will defend him and uh, say he's still great. And honestly, if you've right. watched it all, you have to you do have those questions do have to come up. How can they not? Again, you as if you're a Celtics fan, you have to think if this were another team, how would I feel? If you watch the Philadelphia 76ers playing in the finals and Joel Embiid scored 10 points or 9 points in a couple of back-to-back games, was turning it over, missing shots, missing free throws, wouldn't you be like, he's not the guy, man. He'll never get there. Or if someone else did it with someone else, that's the reaction you would have. So you have to look at your guy and say, why did that happen? You know? And, 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 and he's got to, he's got to find a way to wash that stink off of him, um, you know, next year. I mean, him probably more than anybody, I know he's gassed, but he's got to want to get back here right away and, and start putting up numbers and big performances and looking like a star again, because this is, this is what's going to linger for people. And it's not to say that we don't think he cares about winning or wants to play hard and all those things. Like we no, he just sure, sucks. Sure that he, he does. He was really sure, bad. And I'm sure that he's going to, you know, take it harder than anyone else. And, and like I said, maybe, maybe it'll be an off season where he, it turns him, turns him into a more, more of a killer. Like Sherrod said, you know, sometimes you need to feel these types of losses to really, you know, change your ways. So it, it's all going to be on how he learns from it because we know what he's capable of skill wise. I just, again, I think it's all upstairs. Maturity is maybe it, you know? He's going to get, he's, he's, he's going to, you're right. And it's going to be an overreaction. And some people might think this is an overreaction. I think it's honest. I think you're, you have to ask questions. You have to ask these questions um, after a performance like this. It was, it was that bad. It was really that bad. Um, You almost have to wonder if he's thinking about it out there. If he's, if he's very cognizant of the fact that he's not playing well and that that's just kind of snowballing and making it worse. Cause you know, some, I feel like some players do, they are in their own heads out there a little bit more than others. Like you got, the, you got your cornerbacks yeah. who can forget the next play and, and go back out and go out there again. And you got players who kind of let it, let it linger a little bit. And I wonder if he's dealing with a little bit of that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out. I bet you there's going to be some things where they're, you know, you're going to hear in the next days, 
this was really bad. Marcus was playing through things that if it was a regular season, he probably would have missed two weeks. I, I guarantee on Marcus. Yeah. I bet you Marcus played through injuries that he should have missed multiple yes. weeks. With. Yes. So yes. That, that. I, I'm definitely I, without Sherrod knowing. Seems pretty pretty confident about that. No, John, finish, finish your thought. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, I'm confident on that. I think that Stinger was an inconvenience, but not uh, the, as big a hindrance. Now he's saying, there's a quote Tatum said, he doesn't think he'll need a procedure on his right shoulder. I don't know how bad he hurt it, if he strained things, ligaments, whatever. I'm not really sure there. But it really wasn't. That excuse would would make sense if his shot was off. It wasn't his shot that was off. It was his entire game that was off. Okay, and 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 so I, I'm not going to give a full pass there. If he was just, yeah, maybe some of those free throws came up short. Maybe some of those jumpers late in the fourth quarter, you know, came up short as a result. We're not banging him here for shooting here. We're banging him for his like, for for his turnovers and for just the overall ineffectiveness of his game. And if he knew he wasn't scoring or he wasn't shooting as well, then he should have tried to become a facilitator first um, instead of doing what he was doing. I mean, he, his right shoulder didn't make his left hand miss 12 layups this series. I'm sorry. It just didn't happen that way. Um, so I, it's just not enough of a reason for the performance, but I'm sure not being a hundred percent sucks. And, and, and that's, you know, and and I get that from him, but yeah, Marcus, we know. Rob, we know. Could it have been a different story if they were if they were fully healthy? Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, we'll hear some stuff there, but I don't know. Tatum's gonna get Tatum's gonna get all the ink here right now. I think Tatum in the bench. That's where it's gonna fall right now. Jalen Brown skates free. Look at that. Well, he has Jim, to. Good. He was good tonight. He has to. No, he was great. great. He was no. good. Yeah, I mean, over the uh, he was their best player in the in the finals. Clearly, by far. Clearly. Um, and really, you yeah. he, he may all all being said, all said and done, he might have been their best overall player all playoffs. I mean, when you consider how it's gone, how it went for Tatum here. Um, yeah. It's going to be funny when, like, the people who told Tatum to stop shooting uh, mid-range jumpers go to him in this offseason and be like, so we were thinking. The boys in marketing got together, and we, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we decided mid-range is kind of coming back in a big way. Um, so, yeah, so why don't you found this that? new stat. Yeah. Um. I, again, the, the same thing we talked about with Tatum, I think, is just kind of with, with the team applies to Tatum is everything – He's just got to process things a little bit quicker. There's just there's not enough time for Jason to play Jason's style of ball. It just doesn't fit, um, especially if he's going to be getting all this added attention. He can't wait for the defense to set for people to know where he's going. Have everybody else standing around wondering what you're going to do. You know, you got to help other people help you a little bit. And when you stop the ball the way he does and kind of slow things down, that's always going to be harder because everyone's all eyes are on you and everyone else, your teammates are standing around. Like, what am I supposed to do? Just wait in case you kick it to me. There's really not much you can, you can get going there. So I think it's a, you know, a little bit of an approach thing. Again, I think he has to get stronger again. I think he's got to work on his left. He's got to work on his handle too. There's areas of his game that can develop too. Uh, but a lot of it is approach based. I think. Back yeah, sure. that's true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, so yeah, I mean, Tatum is, is clear that what's holding him back has nothing to do with skills. It has nothing to do with growing into his body because he's he, you can he's physically stronger, so he can withstand a lot more punishment than he could two, three, four years ago. 
it's a mental game right now. That's the part of this game that really has to get to me. I think quantum leaps going forward because your best player should not be MIA in a full court as much as he is. Your best player can't just allow a non-call to debilitate him the way Tatum does. Uh, I mean, how many times have we seen Tatum not get a call and the next thing you know, the, the other team has a four and three break and the guy that finishes is a guy that Tatum should have been guarding. He's got to be better than that. He's got to be mentally tougher than what we've seen so far. And, and I think he will be. I, I think he's going to take this harder than anyone on the team. And he should. Uh, will he for sure? I think he will. And But, the, but here's the thing. Or the is thing he going to sit guys, back and say, I didn't him? play great here, but I'm still first team all NBA. So the season was a success. I think I'll take it hard, but. I, I think he's gonna he's gonna take it hard because he's running out of excuses for why things don't work out. Uh, and at some point, he's, you got to look at the mirror and say just and just say, "Shit, this is on me. I got to be better. I got to be better. What can I do to be better?" Uh, play. People are saying composure. in the press conference like takes, right now. I feel like to, he to takes this point, Sherrod, real quick, just I'm getting uh, texts on this. Just to your point, Sherrod, people are saying. This is as kind of beat up and emotional as people have seen Tatum in a press conference, and it does look like he's taking this particularly hard. So, it's 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 not a surprise uh, that he's taking it hard, uh, and I want him to. I think if you if you're a Celtics fan, you yeah, want I was going to say good, pain. but I thought that you was, want to that see him. Well, that's yeah, kind of what I, I said, mean, right? Want to see yeah. a dark. Well, I mean, this, here's the thing. Uh, Tatum is, and again, we, it's, I'm not, this is not an excuse for why he sucks, but it's the reality that he's still learning how to become a leader. He's learning how to become a great player. And part of that learning process is to screw things up. Part of that learning process is to not be great. And Tatum, he should be taking this hard. He should be pissed at himself for not playing better. But to me, that's just, st- that's just stage one. Next stage, what the hell are you going to do about it? What, what are you going to do to be better? And that that's where Tatum's at right now because he's beyond the point where he's got to get better at this part of the game. That it's mental. Uh, he has to become a stronger player mentally, and you know, Brad's got to get him a little more talent, particularly on the on the, on the perimeter. So who can actually knock down a shot besides himself? So, Brad, yeah. I, I think he'll be Brad fine. on the show. What's that? First time we've said Brad on the show tonight. I, I, I wonder if he'll be back next year. Brad Stevens? Yeah. No, Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt? <laughs> um, Such a smart-ass Jimmy. I don't think Brad's going anywhere. You don't? You don't think no. he's going to get some godfather I don't think so. coach somewhere? But, Jimmy, here's the thing. The, that the pop the, offer you know, that's going to Quinn, you know? Yeah, you know it. But, but would Quinn he is take, pro- yeah, would he take a deal like that somewhere else at some point? Coach and coach and Grand Poobah, the you know maybe yeah. maybe. Well, I mean, I I know Brad is really enjoying the really. lifestyle change that he's going through from being a head coach where you've got so much stress to frankly more of a nine to five job as a GM, uh, spending time with the family. I know that's a really big deal. Better be more than nine to five. Well, I'm I'm well compared to being a head coach, it's. Yeah, a GM is more nine to five. I said more nine to five. Yeah. It was. It's not obviously not such an asshole, Jimmy. I swear. Bad. That's who you are. Proceed. They could use you in the locker room. They could use you in the locker room right now. Um, <laughs> Punching bag. No, but 
Right. No, I, I fully expect Brad to be back and just kind of doing his thing. Um, but he has to get more talent around Tatum, specific talent that specific guys that can make shots. I mean, Sam Hauser is a low, Sam Hauser might be their Max Struess 2.0. For I know, think it's more Wick season. than Brad, truthfully, but, you know, yeah. I think if you need Wick's signature, you need Wick's stamp. It's how deep into the tax are you getting? If there's a cap, not going to cent over, t- you know, like I said, is you've got t- you've got a TPE you can use. You've got, you know, mid-level. That's going to put you well into the tax if you use both of those things. Are, are they going to? I don't know, but that's how you're going to improve because, you know, this is the problem. This is the dark. This is the problem that this was the problem heading into this year. They were going to be an expensive. We thought average team um, because, you know, and that would have been, you know, if they re-signed, you know, Fournier or whatever, they were going to be a really expensive average team. If they did that, they chose not to. Uh, and obviously they reached this point, but you have no draft picks and you have no up and coming talent in the pipeline. That's really going to be able to crack a starting lineup or, or, or really be uh, a, a strong contributor beyond grant. It's the best thing you've got in the pipeline. That's not good enough. And you have no way of acquiring it through trade ships. All you can do is spend money. You can only throw money at the problem. You can take a contract. Someone doesn't want into that TPE um, or you spend, you know, another whatever into the mid-level. That's it. There's really not a lot of creative ways without trading a core piece as get, getting better. So it's going to be another one of these nickel and dime sort of off-season in terms of moves. I just don't think any – I don't think you should be worried about splashy. I think you should be worried about can Tatum and Brown take another leap next year? Can Rob fully healthy – evolve his game come in in shape develop some sort of face-up game can marcus smart in year two become a pure a purer point guard that can Derek white find a way to fit you know find a role offensively that's the key it's it's all it's going to be self-improvement it's not going to be a lot else everyone's going to look for help from other places maybe you get a serviceable three and d wing you know that that can you know eat some minutes but i I wouldn't hold your breath on, on huge, you know, no huge changes. I mean, they're going to run it back largely. Do we think, do we, th- okay. Mm. Uh, I think they are. I'm not going to uh, yeah, yeah. agree. I think they probably will too. I mean, and it, it might be good enough. That's the whole thing. Available. If you get, you went to the finals and you have a young core and if each person gets 5% better, that's good. You know, that you might not need it as much as you think you need it. Uh, you may need something very small. It's not the end of the world, but you have to determine. I mean, this is kind of the, the put up or shut up here with Jalen. Like, not only are you committed to him, do you think he's committed to you? Um, you know, this is kind of the off season where we said, like, if the Celtics shit the bed, is Jalen going to be looking for the door? You know, we don't know where Jalen's mind is. We don't know what his, what his thought process is. If you're 100% certain he's Donda. re-signing here. Yeah, but if you're 100% certain he's resigning here, you don't really have anything to worry about because you know you're going to have your core players locked up. But if you're concerned at all, you start to have to start to think about those. Uh, you, you need to have those conversations. Like, he's he's staying, right? We can't we can't risk him not being here and, and, and get stuck holding the bag. So there's a lot of stuff we're going to talk about in the offseason, um, you know, which is coming up fast. It's incredible. You got the draft in for like a week and you have free agency starting in like 11 days. So um, things are going to happen. They're going to happen really fast. They really don't have the luxury of time here. Um, well, but they traded their you know, picks, those TPs so. don't expire for a little bit. Right. And they traded their pick. So they got 53 and that's it. Oh, that's riveting. Where are these two uh, 
We're the par- the two Parquet brothers, uh, Joe Sway and Bobby. Are they uh, are they uh, still deep in the depths of the TD Garden right now, or what? I don't know. I heard a blue. I heard a bleep. I, I think Bobby's coming in. I just heard a bleep too. Everybody brace uh, it, yourself. The picture looks black to me. Do you see anything, Jimmy? It looks black. The to Bobby me too. Manning picture. It's the best he's ever looked. It's just a black box. Oh, all right. Here we go. Starting to see. Hey, Bobby, Man- Bobby Manning. Final thoughts. <laughs> you have sum it up in five words, Bobby. You got. You got. You got thirty seconds. Go. Disappointing. It, it definitely is. A, All right, Bobby Manning, everybody. Thank, Thank you, Bobby. Guys. Appreciate it, dude. Good, good season. Real good season. No, just kidding. Go for it. It's what we do. It's like it's like pledging. <laughs> it never gets old for me either. You're in, Bobby. You're in. Oh, I killed his audio, didn't oh, I? Oh, his audio. He's muted. You're muted, Bobby. Try it again. Oh, yeah. It's it's hard. Go ahead. It's it's hard for it's hard for me to get overly negative about it, looking ahead into the future, but it definitely. This guy, his final thoughts, and we can't even we can't even, you know, it wouldn't be the Garden Report without a final thought of the final game. Joe Sway like decided that. just to just to glitch out for the whole show. That's his encore wow. performance on the Garden Report season. His Wi-Fi prevented him from ever getting on. Brockton Wi-Fi strikes one last time. He's the one, only guy with wi- with wireless Brockton Wi-Fi. He has a MiFi pack of Brockton Wi-Fi he travels with. Unbelievable! Is that what he said? He's he's definitely not. He definitely. He's toast. Who's toast? Joe Smith. No, I don't know. He she tried. Uh, it looked like he tried to jump on for like ten seconds and then left. Um, well, I think Bobby Manning said it all there, guys. Um, Took the words right out of his mouth. Yeah, and that that really that really puts a nice bow on things. I gave um, him five words, and he said, "I only need one," and he was right. We only needed that one word, disappointed. That's like John; he's not mad. He's just extremely, extremely disappointed. Worst thing, worst thing, knowing knowing it's that worse than being mad. Yeah. All right, we'll give oh, we'll I give heard another bloop. Another bloop. Bobby Bloopy. Manning is threatening to re-enter the chat. Okay, go ahead, Bobby. It looks even the connection looks even worse. He's muted. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Gerard's like, I can't do this. Bobby, speak to us, dude. Can't hear him. All right. Bobby's got one more shot at this thing, and then we're going to wrap it. It is sad that we're not going to get uh, our everyone in here uh, into uh, – yeah, Bobby's pulling a Tatum worst, here. Yeah, I was going to say, worst finals performance. Yeah, this Tatum is a Bobby. bad finals performance here. <laughs> I still see him like is, he's frozen, I think. All right, we're going to try him again. Is this frozen Bobby or real Bobby? I think it's frozen Bobby, yeah, clearly. Yeah, it's frozen Bobby. It's frozen Bobby. I heard it. Ice cold. Okay. Here, here's second Bobby. Try it again. I think there's I'm someone, good. There's someone behind you. All right, go ahead. Let him get his words in before he goes. Yeah, you're right. Again. 
Yeah, this is this is disappointing for sure. I mean, it feels like they really lost an opportunity here against a team that definitely started gaining steam as the series went on. I mean, they were a freight train tonight, the way they hit that with that 21 nothing run there in the second quarter. Some of Curry's drives were unstoppable. Uh, Wiggins, of course, just an indispensable part of what they were doing with the secondary uh, scoring. And then Green was greater and greater as the series went on, particularly defensively. And they cut off the rim. Celtics lost poise, and I thought that was my biggest takeaway from all the pressers there is that Tatum, who was very dejected, uh, down, you know, head in his hands, speaking really softly, said they need to get better with their poise, him in particular. And that's the story of the series. Three straight games, avalanche of turnovers, none of them, again, addressing the ball handling issues that much or what's going to solve them into the future. And I think that more than anything is what concerns you going forward. I, I don't see a clear path to any of these guys becoming great at ball handling and really grabbing that issue uh, by the rope and reining it in. This whole postseason was marked by it. They had numerous spots where it blew their chances to win series. This team could have potentially lost in round two. They didn't. They overcame it. I thought they got really good at suppressing it. Uh, but Again, this series, you waste an owl effort tonight. You waste an incredible Robert Williams effort in this series start to finish. Uh, the bench disappeared, which is concerning in its own right, and that's something we'll address tomorrow with those guys. But uh, Tatum, not rising to the moment here, definitely deserves some criticism. Smart, not being able to rein in the ball handling, deserves a lot of criticism. Jalen, he had his spots, but who set a better tone than him in this series in the spots he got the chance to, particularly tonight where he pushed them back from 22 to within eight. Again, I think you start to wonder what raised his standing on this team and the work he can do to solve a lot of these issues because he was great yeah. this year. I thought Jason he was fantastic. Tradem. Yeah. I don't know how you do it. It's going to be tricky. And again, we're asking a lot. That's a good one. The, the turnaround was great. They were an all-time defense, I thought, when they were healthy and set uh, before Rob got hurt there and it kind of mixed up the lineups and rotations. But uh, – the same issues, and John, this was your biggest fear going into the playoffs, is that those issues would creep back up, and they got more and more prevalent as the playoffs went on here, yeah. whether it was Look, the ref complaining or any of that stuff. My, my thesis statement to begin the entire show, Bobby, was very simple. It wasn't like, oh, kill it, blow it up, and X, Y, and Z, or a rant, anything like that. It's very simple. Whatever questions I had about the, the makeup of this team and the individuals on it, Earlier in the year, I have a lot of those same questions still. And that's why I would say, I don't care how it ends, uh, win, lose, or whatever. I'd still have a lot of the same questions. And so I think it's fair to ask them. And I think that's what we're going to be asking uh, this offseason. Again, you know, the, the finals and this stage and failing on this stage and failing this badly on this stage does magnify this stuff. So you really see it even more clearly but again a lot of it is not surprising some of the stuff we're wondering about marcus smart is the point guard um you know jason tatum and whether you know and and some of the issues that he's had here uh can jalen brown be a leader or is he you know uh, rob williams health x y and z uh, you know the bench depth uh future concerns it's all this a lot of these questions we had earlier in the year i think we're going to ask him again um regardless of the run and that's not to disparage or you know kind of dismiss what a tremendous turnaround it was. Uh, it was, and it was a success and it was more than a lot of people expected, but you're still going to, you're still going to ask those questions. So yeah, because no, saw the go. series going this way. 
three straight losses and worse in each one collapsing in a couple fourth quarters and then melting down in the first half tonight it felt like it reminded me a lot of the meltdown late late in that fourth quarter against Cleveland in 2018 and you come away from that saying the same thing we'll be back we're young this is the beginning three years two years later after that you're questioning this whole thing and it looked like it was on the verge of collapse at that point they turned it around over this past year since then but it went south pretty quickly after that loss in 2018 and you do worry about that if they're not able to adjust the roster if Derek White doesn't prove to be a better player than he did since the deadline here if Smart reverts to kind of some of his worst habits again next season if Al takes a step back at all I mean there are some levers here that could lead you downward in these not to mention stuff outside of your control like other teams getting better um, that's right. going to be something you just watch and learn. But effectively, we're getting all the offseason stuff. But this is your team next year. I don't see significant changes. Unless, You're running back these eight. Unless Brad gets bold, and we'll see. And it would be interesting, you know, to not blow up, but make you know, any change to a player, you know, to a core player would be a big move, you know? Totally. Um whether it be shipping out Marcus or packaging Rob and seeing if you can, you know, are you trying to get into the Gobert sweepstakes? You know, like I have no idea what happens. Mm. There are bold moves expensive, that, could but... ta- that could be talked about. Some of them are expensive and it's like, well, Wick, Hey, you said you'd spend <laughs> we for a contender. That stupid question again. Yeah. You said you'd spend oh, for a man. contender. Well, we did right. make the finals and we think we could win the finals. If only you dip into your pocket pay an extra $30 million, which is actually going to be 75 when you pay the tax. Are you down with that? And we'll see what happens. So I'm not really sure. But again, these are conversations we're going to have in another time. I know Bobby's just getting here, but Sherrod and Jimmy have been going for a while. So we are going to wrap it up here. Um, I do have one question for Bobby. Yep. Is it over? <laughs> you bullied me into it early in the series. That one. Yeah. It's crazy. Warriors with Jimmy looked overmatched early. I guess I agree with you, Bobby. Me too. Yeah, I don't think they took it seriously enough early, and they turned up the Jets and Wiggins in particular just dominated Tatum here, and that was pretty amazing. Curry reached a new level, deserving MVP. Uh, Green turned around. Oh, series on top of it. So they were great. I mean, it's amazing. From last place two years ago in the whole league to champions again and restarting mm-hmm. this run, it looks like. like I don't know how good the Thunderbelly team is to extend this you know, another decade here, whatever you want to do. But should some fire here, especially from Clay, who you got to feel it for um, coming back from what he did there. He was extra. I thought to this one. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. We can do that. Imagine if they didn't draft Jameis Wiseman. Oh. Jameis. Jameis Wiseman. Special <laughs> a new run. Yeah. Core they anyway. have. Totes. 
Uh, Bobby's getting a little glitchy, so we're going to do one more HelloFresh plug here. Go check it out. Farm fresh ingredients delivered to your door. Delicious food, menu items, basically like having a restaurant meal delivered to you. You just have to cook it, but you don't shop. You don't pay uh, an enormous you know, price going to restaurants these days, jacking up the prices. So HelloFresh.com slash Playoff16. Use the code Playoff16. Up to 16 free meals. We will be back with more, but we are going to say thank you for a season's worth of coverage. I'm going to say first off, before we let everyone give a little sign off of their own, um, happy birthday. It's officially uh, uh, at midnight. Happy birthday to Esme Zanis, my daughter, who is uh -huh. double digits, hitting double digits, the love of my life. Um, Ten, daddy's got to get to bed because he's got to make... Waffles with fresh whipped cream and strawberries in the morning. That's the promised breakfast. So we got to get up and we got to make that. So we're going to wrap up this show. I want to thank everybody sincerely for joining us and hanging out with us the entire season. Uh, it really is our pleasure to do this. We have a lot of fun doing it. I hope you had some fun along the way. Uh, I hope you got something out of it uh, as well. It doesn't stop just because the season stopped. The off season is going to keep going. We'll be doing stuff at least um weekly uh um, nba draft thursday any Six breaking days. news we will do a, we will <laughs> do a show crazy. for we will do a show for uh for the draft for sure but again thank you guys none of this is possible without you many of whom jumped on with us a couple of years ago when you had nothing to do in the middle of a pandemic during the bubble and just kind of rode the wave and we hey look nba finals a couple of years later not bad um so that was uh that's great so again thank you but we'll we'll, we'll still be here we're not going anywhere guys yeah, no, some of the love we got to... in the field. Some of the love we got in the field was incredible. This and thank you very much, Bobby. <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it, Bobby. I think that was going to be good. That was going to be good. He's still talking, I'm sure. I, I feel it. It was great. Um, Thanks, Bobby. Sherrod, you want to go? You go, ahead, go? go ahead. No, no, you got it, Jimmy. You got it. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm going to echo everything John said, including – Happy birthday as well. It's my mom's birthday now since uh, we're past midnight. So happy birthday to my mom. Oh, yeah? Yeah. June, June 17th. 17th. June 17th. So I know she's That's big, amazing. She's, she's definitely not watching at this point. But um, happy birthday, mom. Um, and I want to say to everybody watching, um, this hopefully, this looks familiar, I'm sure. The Celtics hard hat comes out after every Celtics win for when they go to work. But I got to say... I got to put it on for everybody who, who joins the show and watches us because you guys came, showed up for a lot of episodes. Um, you know, I, I recognize a lot of people in the chat and a lot of people uh, tweet me and they're, it's crazy how much the show has grown. And uh, we truly do appreciate that. It's a lot of fun for us. Um, some of these games are tough to watch, but, you know, it's a little, I don't know if the word's comforting, but uh, <laughs> there's some word for, you know, coming on after the game. And just hashing it out, you know, win or loss. Catharsis. Thank you. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So appreciate that. And as far as the Celtics goes, I got to I got to tip my helmet to them for at least making it fun. Um, it was miserable the first couple months, and I was like, we cannot do a full season of this. So shout out to them for for getting to where they got. I know they came up short in the end, um, but they um, they kept it fun for us, and 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 we'll see what happens uh, moving forward. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, I, I won't. I, I won't be nearly as long as Jimmy because Jimmy clearly was taking Bobby's minutes and his minutes. Yeah, there for I, little, I spoke little, for Bobby little, too. Oh, soliloquy. Exactly. <laughs> no, this was this was great, man. I mean, I, just looking at just the 
the transformative nature of this season where they went from looking like a damn lottery team to now freaking game six of the NBA finals. Uh, and, and, you know, it's great having all of you on the ride with us through that, the ups and downs of this team. Uh, looking forward to the offseason, looking forward to the next season, looking to see what they're going to do. Uh, and rest assured, we're going to have something to say about it. Uh, hopefully they can be phenomenal, as Bobby would, would put it. Mm. Um, but at a minimum, you know, you guys are, are what keeps us going and keeps us energized, keeps us fired up. Uh, and so keep that energy because um, we're going to need it. Keep the That's energy. Right. The, ener- the energy. Yeah, we don't the want the energy shifting. To, we don't want the energy to shift. Keep the energy coming. <laughs> we like it. Um, and again, you can always have those conversations with us on Twitter. You know, check out, follow our Twitter handle, Celtic CLNS. Subscribe to our YouTube channels. Follow us at clnsmedia.com. Sherrod Blakely, uh, fullcourtpress.bulletin.com. Help me out. Did I get it right? Yes. Yes. Uh, all of Sherrod's written work there. Terrific. Obviously, we'll have a lot of stuff in the offseason, postmortems on this current season. And, you know, a lot of questions that are going to be answered actually fairly soon. So uh, stick with us. We'll be back very, very soon. But mm-hmm. again, thank you, guys. Good season. Uh, happy birthday to Jimmy's mom. Happy birthday to Esme and anybody out there who might be celebrating something that isn't a Celtics loss, which there's a lot to celebrate out there, guys. There's still a lot. There's, There's a lot to celebrate. So